Hello and welcome once again, folks, to the Table Topping American Scouser podcast. Tonight, listeners, we, uh, we're here to talk about first versus second, the champions versus the challengers. Um, preview warning, uh, b- before warned, no spoilers, blah, blah, blah. Uh, we won. <laughs> but uh, Parker, you're here to join me. Uh, welcome. How you doing, mate? Not bad, not bad. You know, yesterday was uh, yesterday was quite the good day. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty happy. <laughs> yeah, what an end! Like just, just brilliant. Um, but uh, yeah, the um, the fans were there to witness the um, tribute to Gerard Houllier, and um, he was there watching. As a matter of fact, because. Not only were there a lot of flags there for the man himself, um, apparently there was one there that was part of the Shankly banner in 2002, which is class, but also a mad stat uh, attack already in the pod. Zero substitutes were used. And the last time we'd done that, Parker, uh, was at Anfield in 2003-2004 against Newcastle, which was Gerard Houllier's very last game in charge. I saw that on Twitter. So now, now that has me thinking like that had to have been intentional by Klopp. Yeah. That I, I could see Klopp being someone that would know that statistic on the back of his hand. Just it, it might not though. have been in all likelihood. It probably wasn't, but <laughs> right. I'm going to go with that as my, uh, my head cannon for this match is. Yeah. The stars aligned. Like that's just beautiful. Um, poignant. And, um, so yeah, we uh, we usually start at the start. That's usually how things go, right, Parker? You know, you start at the start, you finish at the end, right? Yep. Well, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Due to enlarge two people, we'll uh, we'll come to the 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 latter of the two um, later. But uh, there's something that the cup wants you to know: <laughs> the best in the world is Bobby, Bobby Firmino. Firmino. A number nine. All right, okay, here we go. <laughs> so the 90th fucking minute, Parker. You know, um, we will get on to Jose and his <laughs> latter antics, but we'll, we'll start at the end and carry on and see how we get along. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll do a Tarantino thing and link yeah. back up to the start at the end or something, you know? I like it. So, um, yeah, 90th minute. We're not going to listen to Jose shite anyway, so we're not, <laughs> we'll talk about that later. But the 90th minute, what a goal, Bobby Firmino. Oh, my God. I mean, as the resident uh, official Bobby, Bobby Stan of the American Scouser team. The Bobby Lovin has come in. I, I'm so happy. I, yeah. As much as my gut feeling is every goal with VAR is like, hold on, let me temper my emotions for a sec, like... I don't want to feel like a dickhead for popping off, but that goal, I was sprinting around my basement screaming because it came in at the last minute, last minute possible. And it was just such a great header. I mean, and I, I, when, when I was watching it, somehow Alderweireld gets lost in the commotion and is trying to go right when he should be, Instead of being on um, Reese, he's he's in, instead he's uh, left in in no man's land. But um, that's Bobby Firmino, Bobby Dazzler, ninety minutes, unbelievable. Our number nine. So straight to the fans with the celebration. The celebration was so primal, you know. Bobby, just a straight madman, magician, beautiful Brazilian samba samurai. Fucking karate kick, kicking 90th minute winner, smiling striker, Bobby Firmino. You know, just the, the celebration, Parker. Like, wh- how much A, did it mean to him? B, did it mean to all of us? And C, did it mean to the fans inside? Because they, that was for them. I mean, it, to answer all three at once, a ton. Yeah. I mean, you saw as soon as he scored, no nonsense, no hesitation. He sprints towards the cop end. 
don't know why var was having a gone. look at it as well i don't know why like he didn't care yeah so i i asked my buddy about that actually he has no idea the only <laughs> information they give him is checking with var that's all that's all they give him yeah he has no influence on it he side note any... liverpool scored checking for var <laughs> Yeah, and it's like he's he's all excited. He's up in the booth, like getting ready to change the uh, number on the uh, you know big billboard at mm-hmm. Anfield, and that he just gets a thing in his earpiece, waiting. So he's just trying not to freak out. And <laughs> I, I don't I don't know what they could have been checking to be honest. I mean, um, I guess who was it that fell down in the box that got barely nudged by Hendo? Well, oh, I don't know who that was. That, Oh, because blanking on it now. All of Ireland was the one on Bobby and Reese. Well, in yeah. fact, he was on neither of them. Well, yeah, um, Reese did him dirty. Yeah, he I, whatever Reese did to pull him off, whatever he said, whatever look he gave, <laughs> that was. I mean, that's what scored us the goal. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, which we we will get on to. Um, our 19-year-old debutante in the Premier League. Absolute fantastic. But uh, we're, we're still in the middle of our Bobby Lovin. Um, <laughs> it, it shall resume shortly. Um, there's a couple of facts. Uh, also, did you see, uh, you may not remember who Tim Sherwood is, but I think it was on Sky Sports. There's a great clip on Twitter where Tim Sherwood is commentating live on the game. Yes, I saw that. The one from uh, the Amazon yeah, yeah. broadcast. Yes, that was great. Uh, he's going, for those of you guys that didn't see it, he's going, you know, sure, he's basically saying, you know, surely it's over. Liverpool's not going to score in a corner. There's no way this is going to happen. Air like, dominance. Soon, uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, something about the air dominance from Tottenham. And, like, as soon as those words left his mouth – it goes off Bobby's head and in and just in one fell swoop, his co-commentator's like, you mean just like that? And he's like, pretty much, yep. yeah, just like that. And he looked complete he commentator's looked and curse. Sounded so defeated by it. It was <laughs> oh, it was great. Oh, picturesque. It was brilliant. You couldn't paint those moments. It was brilliant. Like eating his words already. It's, it's one of those things that's like straight out of one of those like TV movies that you see on, you know, Nickelodeon or Disney where it's just like it's cheesy. It leans into the cheesy goofiness. You know what's coming next. Right. And it's like it it played like something like that. Yeah. Um, so I got another couple of quick facts to throw at you. Um, let me gauge your reactions here. Maybe you've heard them, maybe you haven't. Um, so that was Klopp's 50th one goal win in the Premier League. Um that, that's amazing. Um, Bobby has ten of those goals, which, which is, is the most. Yeah, which is yeah. the most. I'd I'd love to know who's second in that. It have to be. It, Milner. To me, it's either Genie or Salah. That's I feel good... like the two of them both have yeah. very decisive goals. Salah seems to be the like on regularity. You would you yeah, would imagine? He, but the thing is, Salah's usually the entry hazard goal. He's the yeah. first one usually. Mm-hmm. Which we will get to, by the yeah. way. Yeah, we're looping around Tarantino yeah. style. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so the other stat is um, that's the third ninetieth winner. Versus Jose in the Premier League, um, so he had one in 2006, which was Mark Vaduka for all those older listeners out there, uh, like myself. Um, used to play for Leeds, but this was for Middlesbrough. And Asaide, our old wonder kid who was playing for Stoke at the time in 2013. I thought that was worth uh, worth interest, and it's always nice to see Sad Jose, which, uh, like I said, we're not going to waste our time on right now because we're talking about the most important thing, the game. Uh, we will talk about the ridiculousness that is Jose soon. Um, so, without further to do, let's talk about the game. So, <laughs> um, first minute, 
Parker, you're, um, we get a couple of early chances. It's, um, it's not, not bad football. We're, we're doing all the, the hard work. Spurs are sitting back. They're almost in like a 4-4-2. Um, you know, we, we had a couple of good moves, a couple of early chances, not too great. Bobby had a header. Um, I think Salah had a, a lovely little cutback from Robbo. And then the 26th minute happens. <sighs> it's a lovely ball initially from Reese Williams, um, the 19-year-old debutant. Wonderful. Wonderful ball, 40-yard ball, and then goes out to somebody. Cujo gets involved. Mo deflection goal. <laughs> what happened there? Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> I, I think, you know, that was a very uh, Tottenham goal. Yeah. You know? Yep. It went right into the top corner. Like, there was no stopping that. Uh, I mean, I'm glad. Glad it happened. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. It's just one of those goals that only are going to happen against Tottenham. Yeah. You know, when I say Tottenham being Tottenham, deflections like that is is what I mean. Yep. That couldn't have happened to a better club. (laughs) Also that. Um but yeah, I mean, like we mentioned there, Reese played a lovely 40-yard pass. He's 19. That's his debut in the Premier League. Um, this time last year, he was on loan at Kidderminster in the National Football League. So goes to show what a year can do. <laughs> well, you know, the thing, now that you mentioned that, the thing that does with me is imagine how many players aren't, don't get lucky and have a shot at the Prem in this situation. I mean, let's be realistic with it. Reese is only playing because we have, you know, 10 injuries. Yeah. You know, and that's not a knock against him whatsoever, but it's just the reality of the situation. And it really makes me think, you know, there's got to be a lot of players that have a lot of talent that just don't get to show it. You know, think about, think about the kids in a, city's farm system yeah they ain't playing mm-hmm. they're not playing on that first team no way yeah, zach stefan hardly gets to play even in the uh kitty cups in, in years to come you know we'll we'll probably look back at this and have blessing in disguise moments you know oh we'll god probably, yeah probably probably will at the end of the season never mind in years to come like Curtis Jones is coming on leaps and bounds. Mm-hmm. Like I, I read a stat there on Reddit. Uh, the last three games Curtis Jones has been involved in, like he's just grown leaps and bounds. Um, unbelievable. Um, Reese Williams as well. Like it's like you said, these these players wouldn't have a chance unless there was ten injuries before those players. But there you have it. They've almost waltzed seamlessly in. Even Nico, he's he's had his ups and downs, but Nico, I have full faith in now. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, much like the way it, it happened with Trent, you know, it, it, it was, um, he had his time behind the scenes and, and bide at his time and, and you get a knock on the door and it's that it's your, it's your time to shine kind right. of thing, like, you know, so get out there and, and, uh, make the Reds proud. But um, yeah, like someone on Reddit said, you know, there's bound to be, you know, a great, great high level player sat there wasting away in league three because you know he doesn't have any support on his team precisely like you know jamie vardy was one of those people he was exactly he was on him well he was working in sainsbury's which is like a local um it's like mark tesco right yeah yeah and uh, I i think he was working in sainsbury's he was stacking shelves basically and then, all, like, Jamie Vardy. This is Jamie Vardy we're talking yeah. about, you know? So, it or, just goes uh, to show. I know for American football, I think it's Kurt Warner. He was bagging groceries and then saw there was, like, an open tryouts or something for, wow. I, I don't know what team, because I don't really watch American football, but did the tryouts, made the team, and now he's considered to be, you know, one of the better quarterbacks we've ever had. I mean, that's... It's, it's just mad. Crowd. It's just, just mad to think, you know, luck of the draw. All, well, yeah, that and just think about 
all the different teams that have all the different farming teams or farming uh, systems. You know, think about just the top five divisions. Mm-hmm. Let's say each of them 20 teams. It's 100 teams worth of U21s, U18s. That just fall through the crack. Right. And that, yeah, we'll say, let's, let's be generous and say 20% of those kids make it to the top division. That's being really really generous yeah that's still probably around you know over a thousand players that just waste away from each you know four-year section yeah you got a lot of large number says there's quite a few of those players just floating around something yeah absolutely i mean it's a bummer yeah you know it's kind of depressing to be honest that you know massive reality check for yeah. for all those want to be superstars of the of the of the future you know these these young kids playing the the game it, it can it's such a fickle uh it's a fickle mistress man yeah you, like it's a it's a really terrible terrible road to the top but if you do make it look look at the the life that those boys have i mean i'd give anything just to shine their shoes for a weekend right <laughs> but um Back to the game. We had a couple more uh, efforts after the uh, Salah goal, which it's credit to Salah because it, he shot on goal. It was it was a poor shot, but let's be honest. <laughs> it went straight in the top corner, and it's got his name written all over it. Um, a couple of facts there as well that I read. Uh, apparently, Salah has equaled John Barnes's record in 237 less games. What? 108 goals and 237 last games. Um, he's rec- he's equaled Hazard's record at 86 Premier League goals and he's done that 112 less than Hazard. So, and is that including his time at Chelsea? Uh, Prem goals, I would imagine so. God, that means... Maybe, maybe 80, 86 goals for... Has he got I mean, 86 goals for Liverpool? That sounds yeah. right. Maybe. That's a good, great question. Um, I'll let you do the homework on that. I mean, either way, though, that's that's pretty impressive. Because oh, if absolutely. it does if it does count his time at Chelsea, then that's even more impressive because he was not a, not the Salah we know and love over yeah, there. Absolutely. So um yeah, we uh, we had a couple more efforts. Mane had a, a notable overhead kick that uh, is really unnoteworthy. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, then then they score off that uh, counter attack on the thirty third minute. Son scores, um, and look, it was a VAR call. It's the quickest VAR call I've ever seen. Um, he may be in line if you zoom right in, which it didn't do. It only done one one line, um, which I read somewhere. There, there's a reason behind that. I've got it somewhere on my phone. It's bullshit. Um, <laughs> but basically, uh, he it was onside. Um, in my book, he wasn't onside. I don't know how you feel about it, Parker. I mean, it it was one of those things my my buddy put it in a good way is that it was close enough that just count it but be consistent when you count it like that well that's the thing you know if you have to zoom in cuz with the technology that we have that we're not using we could have gotten it right as i've discussed previously on the podcast before uh-huh. there's the capacity to do it a better way but the way it's currently done isn't going to work because of you know different angles of the cameras and whatnot, along with resolution. And like if it gets to that point where you have to zoom in pixel by pixel, sun being one stud of the cleat ahead, it's not going to make a difference. Yeah, you know. So I mean, yeah. As much as I'd like to say, ah, oh, no, no way. I just call it onside, call it quick like they did, play on with the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
Trent was pushed up very, very far in, on that attack. Uh, that, that probably deserves mentioned. Um, but I, I feel it was offside anyway. Um, at least they called it quickly um, and didn't drag it out and mm-hmm. have an absolute nightmare scenario going on. At least they called it quickly. It was definitely the, the quickest VAR call. I think history. that's the quickest. I've 30, seen. 30 seconds or something I timed it as. It was ridiculous. But, um, you know, fair play. They scored. Um, and we continued putting the putting the screw to them you know we we continued attacking and and and, and dominating the game and and inflicting our strategy on the game like they they done nothing to influence the game they had one it's on like two shots two shots on goal total i had the uh the sheet of the stats pulled up because i was gonna bring that up so I'll, I'll just go on you know the important stuff liverpool liverpool 11 shots on target tottenham two <laughs> Liverpool 76% possession, Tottenham 24. 24. Liverpool 813 passes. Hazard a guess as to how many Tottenham completed or how we many had, passes? We had 113. They've, they've 813. Have, oh, 813. 813. 813. They've got to have more than 200, like 254. Oh my God! Eighty-eight percent pass accuracy, sixty-one percent. Wow! So, you know, that's I'm assuming the passes stats that Google says is attempted. Yeah. So that's you know roughly a hundred forty-ish completed passes. Yeah. <laughs> over ninety minutes. Well, I I have one here that says um, in the final third. Liverpool's, yes, that's a Liverpool's great passes one. was 200 passes yeah. in the final third. And Spurs had 19 yeah. in the think, final third. I think uh, I saw that same stat. That, like, I think Reese had more completed passes in the final third than Tottenham did as a whole <laughs> team. As, as an entirety. That's absolutely brilliant. That is just class. Inject that into our veins. So the um, the Bobby Lovin resumes. You'll be glad to hear. Uh, there was a great little moment Bobby had where he um, he just grabs the ball in the middle of the box, in the middle of the penalty. He's right on the penalty spot. He does a beautiful little drag back. I know you've seen it. Yes. <laughs> that was just a decent shot. Decent perfect. shot. Keeper parries it out to the right, and we're, we're unlucky not to finish that off. But Bobby's just... Close control is something else, isn't his, it? His little Samba street soccer skill moves that that man has, it, it's mind-blowing. Even I mean, Allison does it. Like, we yeah. were always told as kids, never put your foot over the ball. Like, we were, that was the first thing we were taught. Right, that's like, like... Especially as a goalkeeper, don't let it go past you, you know? And Allison's even at the back, he's rolling off his studs, you know? Like, it, it, they're just born with it. Like you said, the Samba lifestyle, they're just born with it. Like, I think that just has to be part of, you know, how we have street basketball here. And that's different than proper organized play. I mean, I know for a fact that that's the same way, but I never would have imagined that would carry through to the pros. But I mean, I guess if that's what your muscle memory is, that's what your muscle memory is. That's why why Ireland plays so agricultural. We're used to playing out in the fields. We (laughs) lump the ball forward, like stoked and wait for the bits off the end. Like, that's that's how we play. Like we play a very agricultural is the way to describe it. I'm sorry. It's so it's thick. It's nasty. It's no, no frills. It's, it, it's workman like football. Anyway. Or Germans play very precise. It just exactly. to the point. Yeah. But um, yeah, you know, let's, let's talk about Spurs chances because we'll, we're eventually going to get on to Jose and all two of them. <laughs> well, yeah, all two of them. Because they had a couple of chances. Berg, Vine um, had a couple of chances where one Trent does brilliantly and just kind of shoves him off the ball and he ends up kicking it wide. But one, he hits the post and then Fabinho clears it, which um, he really done well there. Um, Kane, on the other hand, did not do so well. Um, Kane's header three yards out gives me hope of being a professional footballer one day. <laughs> I'm 35, ladies and gentlemen. I hurt my back about 
two weeks ago, I'm still hurting because of it. <laughs> I think I, as a five foot six man who has absolutely no business heading the ball whatsoever, I think I've done better headers than that. I mean, you know, I, I know in, in our in our beer league, I have <laughs> scored one header before, and that's just because the defender was playing a mile and a half off me that I had all the room in the world. Even my heading ability as someone who should never be doing that could still do better (laughs) than that. Three yards out and he was able to head it down towards the ground and over the bar. (laughs) Like Like, you would have to, if I played a hundred balls into you for you to try to do that, you'd still be waiting at the 101st ball to do it. Yeah. Like it's unbelievably hard to miss from there. It's, I guess it's just as hard to score from there as it is to miss from there. But my I mean, God. Maybe it's, maybe it's being a tall thing. Yeah. Maybe he's too he's, tall. He's, like Peter Crouch, how, Peter Crouch had the duck down. The top bar of a goal. Oh, eight or yeah. seven. It's gotta be seven feet. Like, I honestly don't remember. Oh, it's definitely seven feet. Like, it's th- seven that's feet what I plus. think it is too. But okay, so he's six two, so he's ten inches below the bar. He's only six. I would, feet. I would understand popping it over the bar. That yeah. makes sense to me. Yeah. You know, it's it's ten inches that has to go up. We'll say a foot and a quarter, just because you know it's a thick bar. <laughs> yeah. That's not that far to go. Yeah. But to be able to smack it straight into the ground and over the bar. That's a talent. He should hang his head in shame. Oh no, it's already it's already down there. It's already hanging his head. Like somebody needs to tell him you need to look at the ball in order to head the bloody thing. Like uh anyway, Harry Kane. He's probably still shaking him shaking his head at that header. Um but we had a couple more chances um uh, just to you know, all these chances I'm talking about here is essentially nullifying what Jose Mourinho said, which we're going to get to very soon. So Salah had a couple of chances and Mane had a lovely turn. Oh, he did. Lovely turn and hits the crossbar. Like, he does that so quick where it's not even a touch and turn. He just he just ghosts it and just yeah, runs around. Yeah, it's just one motion. Yeah. So good. And he, he deserved the goal. He played brilliant. Um, yeah, that was, that was depressing. I felt for him. Yeah, absolutely. Because, like, you know, one thing my lacrosse coach always said is the sound of the ball hitting the post is an attacker's worst enemy and a keeper's best friend. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, he's absolutely right. Because me as an attacker, I hate that sound. That that's, sound gives me nightmares. Having played hockey, yeah. soccer, and lacrosse, playing attacking positions and all of those, hearing that sound pisses me off. Mm-hmm to no end because then that means to me i was inches off yeah if i did one thing just slightly better i would have been golden yeah so i it's very good though i like that the the sound of the post that can be damn and damned if you do damned if you don't yeah it's a a visceral it's very very good noise um so needless to say nightmares had him from that (laughs) (laughs) flashbacks (laughs) Coincidentally, I was um, my love of football grew from um, a guy that was dating my mother at the time. He took me out onto the football field to play football first time. I was like six or seven, maybe something like that, and um, puts the ball down on the penalty spot or probably closer. I, I mean, come on, I'm not back <laughs> in the head. So puts me closer, and he, he says, "Just close your eyes, hit the ball, and listen to the sound of the net." And that's how I fell in love with football right there. That's so, pretty freaking cool. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> not gonna lie. Yeah, I mean, like, if I, I, I advise any parent out there that that's how how you should do it right there. Get get a, let's get the the next Bobby Firmino <laughs> from America over over to Ireland or over to England, sorry, to Liverpool. Um, but yeah, that Mane chance really really shook the top of the bar. Deserved the goal. Um. A few things you might have missed throughout the game, and then we'll talk a wee bit about um, 
the afters of the game and then the memes and we can talk a little bit about VAR a little bit if we want but um, Crystal Palace coming up next not really a whole lot to talk about there as only one <laughs> change in the lineup for this game the change from Fulham which was mad up for Reese. Um, so a few things you might have missed in the game which was uh, Fabinho towards the end of the game just absolutely ruining careers where he just Bounces one over uh, Son, I think it is, and then bounces another one over Lucas. Did you see that, Parker? That was great. Just like that's our centre back. That's our centre back. No, that's our midfielder. Yeah, that's our, that's our centre back. <laughs> yeah, put big put, air quotes around centre back. Yeah, putting. Well, I mean, he hasn't let a goal in, so I read I that know. somewhere as well. That's mental. That's it. him and Madup haven't let a goal in in play that because. Um, What's the? Oh, never mind. I think that has been defeated. But Fabinho has not been scored on yet. As that's defender. impressive for someone that's not trained as a center back. I mean, yeah, he's a defensive midfielder. That's still different. Yeah, that's you can't you can't look me in the eye and tell me it's the exact same thing. Yeah, absolutely. Like he's he's doing a wonderful job back there. He is doing great. And I mean. <laughs> You know, fair play to him and fair play again to, to young Reese Williams, like debut in the Premier League. Like you said, more passes than an entire team. They may yeah, only in the final third. They may be Spurs, lads. They may be Spurs. <laughs> <laughs> but still, um, fantastic. Uh, Trent Nutmeg and Son so casually as well in the middle of the game. I forget what minute is around, but if you're re-watching the game, watch out for Trent, not Megan Son, like it's nobody's business. Like he wasn't even there. Like it was a cardboard cut out of Son. Yeah. Like he was still on military duty and Trent just <laughs> nutmegs him. But Another thing, I don't know if I'd be able to mess with Son because he could probably kill me in about 10 different ways. Oh, absolutely. I have a friend as a quick sidebar who... uh He's South Korean, and he had to go back when he was in college here. He had to temporarily go back because he was technically on a student visa or as a temporary student or something. He had to go back and serve his, you know, two years service. Right. And he said, like, their service is intense. I bet. It is real intense. And obviously, Sun got his, you know, shortened because he is, you know, practically God there. But nonetheless, yeah. you know. So he's probably uh he's probably got some moves. He's got some knowledge. I bet, yeah. And well, you know, like I said before too, the game, he is a dangerous, dangerous player. Yeah, we didn't spend too much time talking about his goal, but it it, it was a good it, I mean, yeah, it it was typical son really, wasn't yeah. it? Like he he's on his bike early, Trent was out of place on the counter. You know, from that Mane overhead kick, and they would just that was it. You know, but anyway, nonetheless, we we ended up uh, we've 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 covered the Bobby Firmino goal, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. So um, we could yeah. talk about uh, my favorite player <laughs> in the world. <laughs> the good old, uh, you know, it, the irony on it. I don't know if you got if you were watching the same broadcast I was, but I was on the uh, NBC Sports broadcast. I try not to because Tim Hard. Really, I do too, but really, it's my only really, it's my only option yeah. having an American address. Yeah. So yeah. I don't want to foot my friends at the bill for Sky Sports or nothing. That's true. Um, so they were talking about like new concussion protocols, which you know, great, absolutely great. Yeah, That's they brought good. in that. Yeah, they brought in that. And they were talking about because that was before it was like officially voted in or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not two minutes later, Harry Kane bumps his head a little bit, takes three steps and goes down. I'm like, the I'm absolute so irony. glad you brought that up. I'm so glad you brought that up. <laughs> the irony of that taking place after talking about how serious concussions are. Yeah. I mean, it, you can see in the instant replay. And yes, you can make the argument, yeah, replays are killing the sport. You know, you can overanalyze everything the man grazes Wijnaldum takes three steps looking ahead to make sure Spurs aren't making a counterattack, then falls down clutching his head yeah now look I take head injuries seriously as the next guy I've gotten concussions before 
I've been knocked out from a concussion before. Not fun. You don't take steps. Yeah. I was my story. I was playing lacrosse. Someone took a shot. I was in the wrong place. Hit me even with the helmet square in the side of the head dropped down vision went fuzzy yeah. it, and it was immediate yeah like yeah. it's not like i dropped down clutching my legs stopped doing legs yeah you know you feel faint you feel limp you just collapse on yourself yeah that's what actually getting a concussion getting a dangerous head hit is yeah i mean take a look at what happened to raul jimenez at, at arsenal yeah. i mean the man near died for christ's sake or, you know, watch any boxing UFC match. Yeah. Someone's knocked out. Yeah. They, you are a limp noodle immediately. Yeah. I don't care what you try and say, oh, well, adrenaline, this. You think two MMA fighters don't have unlimited amounts of adrenaline running through their body? And they go limp instantly. He knew that's, exactly what he was doing. Like, that's he, thing, he was buying I saw time. someone trying to defend it with adrenaline. Yeah. I'm like, like no. Uh, you know, adrenaline. let's say if he tore a muscle and still played on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Adrenaline, that's yeah. absolutely a valid argument. Yeah. Head injury? No Not chance. so much. No chance. You go night-night. And, and, like, the thing that pisses me off the most, he took three steps. Yeah. Yeah. Not just I, I one. Had a, not had a just, little look to the side. Right. Not just one. Not just, like, landing the step you're already taking. Three steps. Yeah. That's the three conscious steps that you're taking yeah. before dropping down. I'm like, I just was yelling at the screen, you dickhead, get up. Uh, one, one, like, I mean, it wasn't pretty for a minute there. It was, it was looking like, you know, and there's that great quote from Klopp. He said, this is Anfield. He said, you know, you can park a bus here. You can park a plane here. It doesn't matter. You're not going to get away with it. Right. Like, but they really tried and they, <laughs> they, they tried really, their best. They, they tried from the first minute to the last, you know, they were just, they, they had no ambition in the game as stated by you, by the facts, the, the, the facts, the stats are right. right there in the proof is in the pudding, you know, it's right there in black and white. But so, the better team lost. Exactly. You know, I, I won't even say it. I won't <laughs> even say it because look, as we're going to get on to talk about, like... I was going to say, that, that can just be our segue. <laughs> that, yeah, exactly, right? We've got so many memes to discuss. So just, many great memes have been I out think, there. I think that's the new, I have nothing to say. If they yeah. speak, I ain't in trouble. The, like, that, the, that has to be it. Yeah. <laughs> like, the amount of, like, bus, or oh, the look on your face when you've lost your <laughs> keys, or you can't remember where you parked a bus, or, you know... The the Jose is a baby one. That's brilliant. Like, oh who, my lord! Whoever has the tie, the the VAR CSI one. though. have you seen that yeah, one? Yeah, that one's great. That, yeah, it's um for those of you who haven't seen it, it's like a CSI crime scene cordoned off, all hazmat suit like <laughs> inspecting an area versus Chief Wiggum. <laughs> it's the caption is uh for the CSI one when Liverpool's getting VAR yeah. versus when it's any other team. I know, it's, it's priceless. Oh, absolutely brilliant. But the best one out there was Trent with his, um, <laughs> again, Dude. with his shorts pulled up right to his arse crack. Look. Uh, a la when... Fabian Barthez. That Fabian Barthez in, in goal <laughs> used to do that. The French goalkeeper, the man, ex-Man United goalkeeper, used to pull his shorts up it, right up his, literally, just like Trent did in the middle of a game, and you're like, "Come the fuck on, dude! Like, put, put it away." <laughs> but Trent won the inter internet with that one. That was priceless. Uh, he said the best team won um, on Instagram with his with his shorts pulled up right on his thigh. Hey, like I just... mean, if if you have uh, if those are what your legs look like, yeah. By all means, you you deserve to show them off because yeah, absolutely. Beautiful mahogany. That's why you don't skip like day. <laughs> beautiful mahogany tree trunks. They were class. <laughs> out, in, out in all their pride. Uh, the best team won, or the better team won, or whatever it was that Jose. Better team lost. Yeah. Absolutely brilliant. My, my dad, so my dad only follows it because, you know, follows football because I follow it. 
and I'm really passionate about it. So he tries his best to like keep up with it. Right. And, you know, he was texting me throughout the game. And when Bobby scored, he's like, that's the guy you really like, right? I'm like, yeah, dad, that is. And then after he calls me, he's like, who is this a-hole talking about Jose? I'm like, oh yeah, that's, that's just, that's just Jose. That's pretty normal for him. And he's like, how has no one punched him in the face yet? I'm like, excellent question. Speaking of people that also hate Jose, big Sam back in the prem. Oh yeah. He, I am just excited. It's not Christmas without Big Sam, is it? Right. (laughs) One of my friends uh, who's an Everton fan, he said, Big Sam's about to get a bunch of gravy for his Christmas (laughs) dinner. (laughs) And I was watching, after he got pulled in, I was watching all the great interviews that he's done. His after-match interviews may be the funniest ones ever. And there's one where he's just just mugging off Jose the whole time. Like... (laughs) something that jose was whining about something he's like i oh, said that and starts busting out <laughs> laughing i'm like i'm glad this man's back in the prem just there's, so he can shit talk again there's uh there was some time I, I forget who it was that big sam was managing at the time but he was doing really really well for a long period and they called him sam alderdice <laughs> <laughs> they put like a an Italian spin on his name because because <laughs> no English manager can can be that creative, but he he's he's box office like I, uh, he's he's another man I love to hate. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's um he's a manager I don't mind hating. You know he, he's he's a good he's a good laugh. But um, there's a few other things you might have missed. Um, Cujo had a lovely little uh, Curtis Jones, which Cujo, I mean. I'm still getting used to it. So good. <laughs> He's so good, isn't he? He's been studying in the Bobby Firmino school of little little flicks. He little had a lovely flicks. he had a lovely little flick to Rabo, which is exactly what I was gonna bring up. He just done so there's five Spurs lads around him. He just wins the ball back, runs into trouble and does like a little stand on the ball back heel flick to Rabo on the left wing. It's just like there's no need for it, and it's just Curtis Jones being super ballsy and yeah. super scouse. <laughs> and again, I can't, I can't remember who I was saying it about before. That it might have been Jones, even to just have that level of confidence in yourself and in your talents at that age to be surrounded by five opposing players yep. and just go, you know what? A little bit of flashy move that'll get me out of this. Yeah. There was three within, like, let's say, touch tight. And then there was yeah. another two that were sort of, like, within a 10-feet radius of, of Curtis Jones. Like So, like, there, there was definitely five lads around him. And he just pulls out a casual back heel flick to Robbo on the left wing. You know, Robbo's there waiting for it. Like, it must ha- it does happen in training all the time because the rondos they do. If you ever watch the training videos, the rondos are unbelievable. Like, and when somebody gets nutmegged in the rondos, it's (laughs) hilarious. Um, Speaking about the rondos, there was a great video I seen Billy, Billy Comitio or Comitio, or he was in one of the rondos. And, you know, he obviously doesn't train with the first team quite as much. So he was in one of the rondos. He tries to body check one of the players in the rondo. And for those who don't play football, like a rondo is like just a training. Like the, the, you don't slide tackle your mate. It's kind of like a, a rondo. call it monkey in the middle sort of. Yeah, yeah, monkey in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Piggy in the middle. I feel like that's the closest American thing we could compare it to. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but I mean, other than that part, we've, we've got lots of stuff to talk about. Other than the game that's happened in the news today, like the um, head injury substitutions, they're they're going to allow those head injury substitutions, um, and to, I guess, um, move, uh, in a move to, um, prohibit like uh, misuse of it. Uh, hmm. So as soon as one team has a head injury, the other team can make a substitution as well. Yeah. Um, which and is like, fair enough. Yeah, and I, I mean, I think it's a great thing. Again, having having gone through having a concussion, yeah, it sucks. Yeah, you know, to go to go on with what I was saying, like, you know, the next thing you remember is you're sat on the ground, 
you hear like in your ears and then a sound slowly fades in it's scary yeah it really because you have no idea what happened until a few seconds later you know you kind of piece together like okay sports field i'm on the ground i must have got hit in the head yeah and you know eventually it like comes to you but there's like a brief moment where you're like what just happened where am i it's terrifying yeah and you know the damage it does you know thank god i've only had one that i know of and that like there's not really any long-term damage that i've noticed yeah but the thing is like that can happen and it's really really common yeah especially with athletes yeah and like it i'm i'm just glad cuz it's like it's something that's easily preventable you know it's easy to prevent that brain injury by pulling people when they get that first hit yeah cuz as soon as your brain's like a little bit injured it can get a lot worse really easily yeah so taking care of it right right away nice and early that's the important thing. So I, I'm, I'm glad about it. Yeah. Um, I mean, we can, we can talk about Jose some more, but um, I kind of want to focus on Tim Hart a wee bit. Um, Cause Aww. he's so annoying. <laughs> he's so annoying. Um, I was watching the TV and the wife comes walking by. She goes, Oh, that's Tim Hart. I goes, I oh, very well done. She goes, Oh yeah, he's great. Like, Oh, oh countdown. Like put put the American on the back burner. Like she she loves Tim Hart and what he done. Um, I was gonna say in the uh, twenty ten World No twelve. Yeah, twelve. Twenty twelve World Cup. He saved our asses. Wasn't it against Belgium? He had a great game. I it was whatever one was the shootout. Yeah, uh, he had a couple of great games back then. He was a great goalkeeper. The man's opinion isn't worth two shiny shits. <laughs> It's ridiculous. My I mean, little nine-year-old niece. <laughs> well, she turns 10, actually, on Goalkeepers just shouldn't Saturday. be allowed to be pundits, should they? No. They're like, I mean, that's when I, when I hear a defender talking about strikers, I'm like, all right, mate, know your role. Calm down. Like, like yeah, <laughs> okay, you know how to, to beat strikers. That's <laughs> fair. Yeah. But, like... I, just like I wouldn't expect a striker to have a fully nuanced opinion on keeping. Yeah. But yeah, you Tim, know how to beat the keeper. Tim Hart's special. I mean, he's never going to say well, anything good about Liverpool. Like, obviously, that would be the right. You know, he's a he's an ex, ex-Everton player, ex-Man United player. Um, but yeah. Uh, uh, oh, brilliant. I just can't wait till all of our nice young Americans that we have in the system right now are good enough. That way Tim Hard keeps falling down the tier list of former American players we talk about. Yeah. And I can't wait for Zach Steffen to finally get time. That way Tim Howard is no longer the best goalkeeper we ever had. That's that's not a bad shot, really. I mean he's got a chance, doesn't he? Good keeper. He has a great chance. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he's at City, but yeah. but I mean he's he is our starting keeper. Yeah. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Yeah. Um, other things that have come up in the news, uh, the best FIFA men's coach and team have been released. Um, Klopp's won it twice in a row. Um, no. Um, and who else is in there? There's Trent, Virgil. Trent, Virgil. Tiago. Tiago um, and Ali. Yeah, yeah. So we got four, well, five if you count the coach, and we yeah. certainly do. Um, and then uh, Lewandowski won yeah. the uh, Player of the Year, which is, by all means, absolutely just. It's deserved. the bare minimum. It's the bare minimum. I mean, the fact that he didn't win the Ballon d'Or yeah. is absolutely highway robbery. Yeah, I mean, he's 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 used to it now, though. I mean, come yeah. on, like he's gotten. Just... He's Over. probably my favorite non-Liverpool player, for yeah. full disclosure. Yeah. I love watching that man play. Yeah. He and makes yeah, it look uh, he so makes it look simple. effortless. Yeah, it's unreal. It's ridiculous. Unreal. It would be it would almost be 
too much to see him in the Premier League. It, it would be like we're we're spoilt in the Premier League for quality if Lewandowski comes. Like if Lewandowski comes, I feel like four other star names have to leave the Prem. <laughs> you know, if he if he somehow came to Liverpool, I would cry. Oh my god, that Tell would be. Absolutely ridiculous. Even if it was on like a one-year deal at the end of his career, oh god, I would cry happy tears. Why you gotta do that? Start, start. Let's start a rumor. We're, start it's the rumor. Coming, it's coming up to Christmas. We're gonna start the rumor. Lewandowski. <laughs> Don't <laughs> forget Mbappe. Uh, Mbappe, twenty twenty-one. Mbappe. Um, can you imagine Mbappe playing just behind Lewandowski? Lewandowski? Oh my god. That would be, oh I mean, that's God. like what my FIFA ultimate team was last year. It was <laughs> stupid strong. I bet. I bet. But yeah, in, in reality, that would be unreasonable. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> it's unfair. Yeah. He is a goal machine. Yeah. He's probably. Robert Robert Lewandowski. Lord I love Lewandowski. Tom, Thomas Muller is hilarious. He is too. brilliant. When he done that, uh, oh, is it the windy windy day in Stoke? Yeah, oh. <laughs> windy like, no. day in Stoke. <laughs> no, it's a rainy day in Stoke, but close enough, Thomas. You know, whenever, he's like, we're all he's living in your so, world, mate. He's so genuine about it too. Yeah, you know, he knows their dad jokes. Yeah, he knows he's a goofball, and he just leans into it, and he loves it. Yeah, absolutely. Worse, worse than I am with dad jokes, and I do love a good dad joke. <laughs> Same. Um, I, I refrained from, I may as well do it now, um, with my recent back injury and Matip's back injury. I think I've come up with my next year's fantasy football team name. Let's hear it. Uh, Bayern Matip, or Matip and oh. I, Matip and I Gladback. <laughs> or, or something, Bayern, Bayern Matip and I Gladback. Something, something to do with a Gladback. A la Bayern Munchen Gladback. Anyway. <laughs> um, too much information. Oh man! Uh, nobody steal my bloody team name. <laughs> <laughs> we may as well talk about Jose now, Parker. We've delayed long enough. What is the man on? I mean, he is brilliant in much the way that Sam Allardyce is brilliant. Um, Jose is a character. He's always going to be that villain. He's always going to be that bus parking, losing his keys, wanker. <laughs> um, what do you think about his, his comments at the end? Do you think they were mind games, or do you think he genuinely believes that? You know, I'm torn on it. I wouldn't necessarily call it mind games, but I do think it's intentional at this point. You know, I think at the start, he was just kind of like an average person that's kind of a dick. Yeah. And when he found out that, like, people hated him for it, he's like, well, screw it. If people already hate me, may as well lean into it. Turn it turn it up to 11, yeah. Right. And, like, I, so, like, I don't think it's necessarily mind games that, like, oh, haha, Klopp's going to see this and get angry. I think that he's just naturally kind of a dickhead. Yeah, he uh, like and he leans he, into he, it now. He didn't. He didn't hide from it. Like he said it no. straight away to Klopp at the and the ninety minutes. And... and the the video of Klopp again is just like like I said, Klopp is the team's dad <laughs> when because he the way he he turns to Jose and he's like, "What's that?" and like gives this big grin. Oh, you, Jose you repeats really believe it, that? Yeah, and he's like, "Yeah, okay." Yeah, yeah. And another another funny thing I noticed yeah. too with that interaction. I don't know how tall Klopp is, but he dwarfs Jose. Absolutely dwarfs. He makes him, yeah. Jose look like a little kid in front of him because, like, he's even bent over looking at him, and he's yeah. head and shoulders above. Yeah, he's at least six two, six three. He's like, gotta yeah. be. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. It, it's it can't be mind games. It it must just be a part of his DNA to to want to get under people's skin. But if if you're choosing to play for a manager to play for, Mourinho style versus Klopp style are two completely different things. Like I mean, very defensive, very counter attack, and very boring. Some might say style uh, Mourinho has. He's been known to do it. Um, certainly done it at. 
Man United and, and enjoyed a little bit about it at Chelsea too. I mean, um, Spurs players must be hating life, whereas our players are, are playing that heavy metal gag and pressing and, and just loving it out there for Klopp. You know, the two... The, the two couldn't be in much greater of a contrast, really, could they? It's, I mean, absolute polar opposites of playing style. Champ- I just Champions versus challengers, which is which is how this was built. Yeah. Would you would you call Spurs our challengers? No, I think, like I said before, they're going to peter out. It's going to be, lads, it's Tottenham again. Yeah. Yep. I just looked up to you before I forget. Klopp six three, uh, Jose is five nine. <laughs> so there's there's a pretty solid height difference there. All, um, all, all five foot nine of Jose was barking up the wrong tree. <laughs> it's on uh, the Napoleon complex. I've heard that one before. <laughs> a- as a uh, as a short man that doesn't back down, <laughs> I've heard that one. I can relate. That said, I do it in a little bit of a different way. Um, but I, I don't think there are challengers. I think right now, yeah, okay, fine. It's before Christmas. Anyone could be in second place. Anyone can be in first place. You know, it's it's too early in the season to call them that, but I don't think it's going to be them. I don't think it's going to be Southampton, who, to their credit, are in third right now. Yeah. Well, well done, and that's without Ings been playing much. Yeah. So absolute hats off to them it's obvious not going to be arsenal because <laughs> they're five points from the relegation zone at the moment um i think it's either going to be city's going to turn it back on or we're going to see chelsea well regardless we liverpool football club are on a home run which is unbelievable um 66 played games, 55-1, 11 drawn, zero lost. Just fortress. Unbelievable. Um, we're getting ready to uh, leave you, folks. We've got Crystal Palace coming up. Um, I did want to leave you with um, a quote I seen um, from Jamie Carragher. I think it might have been one on one of his books or something. Um for uh, Gerard Houllier. Um, obviously, he uh, just passed and, and we had the tribute and everything in our podcast and, and on the pitch um, at Anfield. But um, it's been great having you, Parker. Thank you. Um, Always great to be on. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add before I, I leave the viewers with this uh, long quote from for uh, Gerard Houllier? Just make sure you know you guys... Keep warm uh, for those of us on the East Coast. Stay safe with all that snow we're getting. Absolutely. Yeah, well said. Um, so without further ado, folks, I'll, uh, I'll give you the quote. Just a wee, a wee backstory. It's about um, Paul Ince. So Jamie Kiger's telling the story. Uh, Ince was the unwitting victim of the most brutal exhibition of management I've seen at Anfield. Uh, and this is just to give you a backstory on, you know, Gerard Houllier was known as the nice man, but a, a ruthless great manager um uh, an excellent manager for our club um just to continue on um Ince was unwitting victim of the most brutal exhibition of management i've seen at anfield he says liverpool were leading an fa cup fourth round at uh, old trafford 1-0 but Ince limped off united fought back and won 2-1 uh jamie carragher's quote at saying there was a team meeting a week later and Ince decided as club captain it was time to take julia on uh, he questioned training methods, and the response was furiously impressive. Fixing Ince with a stare, Carragher says, Julier asked, since the day I arrived, Ince, how many five-a-sides have you won? Before answering, he said, I'll tell you, four. You've won four in six months. Ince was, be- Ince was bewildered, as we all were, by Julier's memory and grasp of detail, and it didn't end there. Now perhaps you can explain to the lads what happened to you against United, he said. (laughs) When my team are 1-0 up at Old Trafford in a cup tie, I don't expect my captain to limp off with an injury. If he has to come off, I expect it to be on a stretcher. Um, And that's that's the the wise words of our dearly departed, Gerard Houllier. 
um, uh, from Jamie Carragher's perspective. So um, just a, a good just a, no nonsense. Football. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it reminds me a wee bit of Hendo as well. You know, like mm-hmm. I, I can see Hendo being that type of manager or sort of being that type of captain, like a Stevie D captain. And, and looking forward, <laughs> pick any of the youth you want as a captain. Trent had the captain's it, armband on the other day. It has to be Trent. It, it goes down the line. That, that ethos is instilled in the youth, though. They, they all die for the badge, you know. So it's great. But um, in all seriousness, uh, a great manager fantastic human being lovely lovely kind gentle soul um everybody everybody has said their 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 well wishes to him psg had their banner out on their mm-hmm. pitch um all sorts of managers even pep guardiola all all sorts alex ferguson they've all came out and said great things about him so um well remembered and always will be in our hearts uh listeners thanks for joining us parker thank you for joining us as always, if you need more content, head over to americanscouser.com. We've got plenty of uh, writers and bloggers working furiously away behind the scenes, talking all sorts of goodness about the champions. And the champions elect, top of the perch, turn on, tune in, and cop out with us at American Scouser. Up the Reds, Parker. Take Up it easy. Up the Reds. Man. All right, lads. Take it easy. Talk to you again soon. Bye.